0: is a very small one even the four and a half million Africans who live in Kenya outside the Kikuyu territory are not involved the active terrorists are only a small proportion of the one and a half million Kikuyu, Embu and Meru people though because of fear most of the Kikuyu tribe has aided them it was not surprising that they envied the Asiatics and whites higher standard of living and as the city grew so grew resentment Further discontent was smouldering among the elders in the tribal reserves, who resented the white man's interference with their more barbaric customs and the intrusion of his ideas into the life of the tribe.
1: Welcome to the second episode of Unveiling Kenya. Today, we look at tribalism, the history, the role it has played in the cultural, economic, and political landscape in Kenya. Its place in the 2020s and any possible solution of turning it around for a more nationalistic Kenya. I am your host, Moses Church, and with me, my co-host King You could continue this discussion by using hashtag Unveiling Kenya and mentioning our handle at blackstarke. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to us, share, keep the discussion alive. When we talk about tribalism, because you've just mentioned Mm -hmm. the way both our political parties are almost homogeneous, and I think Mm -hmm. the homogeneity, it comes as part of having politics drawn on tribal lines, and it's difficult to start any discussion on tribalism in Kenya without having a kind of a historical overview. in your own experience in your own interaction with literature history in kenya why do you think the kenyan social cultural landscape came to be defined along tribal lines?
0: so uh, as you were talking um i was thinking about language and how in the african studies of right now the term tribal yeah. Is seen as a bit problematic, so ethnic, because tribal, it has those colonial uh, baggage yeah. um, of tribes running, ra- running around ports, cooking people in ports on, on, on whatever. Yeah. Um, Kwegi wrote a whole book about it. He Actually, he called it negative ethnicity. He called it negative ethnicity. And the thing about ethnicity is that there's nothing wrong with it, the problem is how we have weaponized it how we have allowed for it to be weaponized um, and used as a tool for division. And the problem about it actually is, it's not even so much the violence, but it's about what it does to the societal body on a long-term basis, in the sense that it does not allow for the swing of values of the societal body, the swing from the left to the right, the swing from chaos to order, the swing from thinking to feeling. So you asked about where did it come from? I think I think it really just goes back to the genesis, the founding of the country, how it was founded, the whole divide and rule, the colonialists working with different communities to, to, to subdue them. Like, yeah, just weaponizing community against community, like when the Kikuyu were in the Mau Mau camps, they used particular communities to sort of like be the, the security personnel. And so that there were seeds of enmity sown from there. Yeah, this really the whole founding of the independent um, leaders that came in. Um, yeah, so there's that whole background, the whole founding of, of how the nation was set up.
1: Uh, I was reading a paper. It's mm-hmm. in the book, Political Power and Tribalism, in Kenya. By who? Shilahu, WK okay. Shilahu. The conversation was around right before mm-hmm. independence, right before the colonialists left. There was a mm-hmm. discussion between what term does big tribes mm. and you know, i call them tribes because to be honest trying to wash over the colonial Nifumi is, is quite difficult in this case, especially wow. at that okay. time. So, The big cool. tribes at that time they were the Luo and the Kikuyu who formed Kanu mm. They were going for a unitary state mm. and the smaller tribes were headed by the kalenjis They started as Kadu and of course mm-hmm. you know, they went for the Majimbo Federalist state of
2: uh-huh.
1: type of governance. The motivation behind this was more of protecting the resources and at the most important resource up to now, I think it's uh-huh. land in Kenya. They uh-huh. had a fear that the big tribes would take their land. These tribes were almost nation states before colonization and someone just yeah. put a border and said, this is Kenya now. So of course people were yeah. protecting theirs and mm-hmm. the argument by the by Kanu at that time was this will lead to tribalism. It will be difficult to form one nation under those conditions. However, I think in 1963 we still had a federalist constitution and abolishing uh, the Prime Minister post at that time and then of mm-hmm. course uh, marginalising resources from people in the, I think it was in the Rift Valley and coastal provinces and with that Cardo disintegrated automatically because again it, it became now a matter of interest to be part of Cam. And then there is the death of Tomboya in 1869 because he had a point of pulling. And oh. then we had a single party state for a while. And don't forget, but they, after the death of Tomboya, there was keeping the, the oh. yeah to keep
2: yeah the
1: leadership in, in the house of Momi. Already it becomes about resources. After we had a single-party state, tribalism was still there, right? Because again, mm-hmm. now you had to be associated with Kanu or a friend of Kanu to who, who yeah. have uh, resources directed towards you. We had that provincial thing, provincial system where we had provinces, and yeah. basically the PCs had to pay almost that thing that you do to kings, you pay patronage, you pay wow. patronage for power wow. and things like that. and there was a an yeah. and... From client relationships. Yeah. Even after Moi became president, it played out the same way because, again, the, the tenders, government jobs, and it goes to people from the same tribe. Land. Land, mm. things like that. And it's no mistake that right now in Kenya, if we find that the mm. areas that the Kikuyus and Kalenjin's live in are the highest mm-hmm. GDP wise. and And also developed infrastructure the infrastructure and everything like that that brings me to my point I was and at this point I thought what if in Kenya tribalism has become ideology in this country we're talking about Mm -hmm. the left and the right Mm -hmm. because our middle class never I think the middle class is the birthplace the path no the birthplace interesting of ideology okay
0: Mm -hmm. Why, why, why do you think middle class is the birthplace of ideology
1: it's a matter of uh, level of education, exposure, uh mm, having enough resources. Access. Yeah, you have enough resources but not too much. You have enough resources, just enough resources to care. And
0: in fact, there's a guy there's a guy your own point, there's a guy, Edward Bernays. he wrote a book about the different people who take part in revolutions and why their their motivations and yeah it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, that they need they, they want to become the new upper class. Yeah, yeah and we, uh, mm-hmm.
1: they want to define culture and show the direction. So I think it's Zizek, Slavoj Zizek. Here's
2: mm-hmm,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. something which was talking about, was saying that that's the problem of ideology. It's never about another, it's selfish. It's selfish according to your wow. social media. Yeah, and and that's why I was thinking the politics of the left Yeah, make a lot of sense mm-hmm. because
2: mm-hmm.
1: At least the left, as uh, originally as the left, wow. uh, the left of the uh-huh. population, right? Uh-huh. I think if you are in the oppressed class, yeah, you have uh-huh. the clearest worldview towards things. It's almost, it becomes almost humanitarian when you are in the oppressed class. The left, okay. the politics of the left, yeah, uh-huh. come—the ideology of the left becomes the most noble of them.
0: Wait, if you are in the oppressed class, do you have? thinking space to even think about your problems were you in a survival space
1: you talked about language right language and the way we define things Mm -hmm. when the Mm -hmm. term working class is used in Kenya it means someone with a job so it it categorizes doctors teachers
2: someone
1: Ah. uh, right except
0: professionals
1: professionals Mm -hmm. except the term working class stands for people who don't own the means of production. As far as the broader uh,
0: Marxist, Yeah, mm-hmm. the
1: Marxist definition of it goes. Mm. And I'm thinking, that's the problem. That's why I'm, when, I, when I've said uh, people who are the oppressed, you just say that
2: mm-hmm.
1: they have the means, except the oppressed include the middle class. And there's something... For real? Yeah, called false consciousness in classic Marxism, right? It's
0: called what? Consciousness? or false false, consciousness.
1: False consciousness. Oh, wow. A Marxist, uh, it's a Marxist term denoting the delusion and mystification that prevents subordinate classes from recognizing the fact of their own exploitation.
0: Damn, that's powerful.
1: You see, this is something that happens, just that in Kenya, the middle class tries to, as you've just said, do they have the means? The people who are oppressed, yet the middle class is also part of the oppressed. Considering if you are that in
0: is a, true, if
1: you are in a system, but they align
0: themselves with the upper class.
1: Yeah, they align with themselves. In a system. The upper, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exactly anti-capitalist. Yeah, but I think any mm-hmm, mm-hmm. system in the extremes becomes suppressive, right? So yes. I'm, I'm yes. More of a person who like uh, an integration of some of Marxist tenets and. Some of uh-huh. the lists because I think
0: where has that been seen, for example?
1: And it, this is cliche, Scandinavia. Yeah, mm. it, it's cliche. Most Scandinavian countries have managed a uh, reasonable Valens. class between the two. Yeah, okay. And this is why we come back to tribes in Kenya. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: We uh-huh. come back
1: to tribes in Kenya because now we no longer have that middle class, right? We no longer have. We have a middle class, but the middle class is also tribalistic, corrupt. Like it mm-hmm. takes the shape of the elites, of the political elites. Wow! It, there was a time wow. when I was still alive, when I was in high school. Yeah, I was. Oh. Yeah, I was I
0: like that. Mm-hmm.
1: I was saying that maybe the people within my age group would mm-hmm. be the least mm-hmm. tribal people in Kenya. Yeah, and wow. uh-huh. I've grown up, and it's the same. It's the same. You're like kidding it's not millennials that, are tribal it's not that different you see Kingwa yeah
2: oh god mm-hmm.
1: you see Kingwa it's and this is why I'm saying tribalism has become ideology in this country it's a form of tribalism, okay. yeah that mm-hmm. almost sounds like mm-hmm. what people call white privilege in, in the western world in the US wow like that because also what,
0: like Kikuyu privilege
1: yeah it's the like Kikuyu cool privilege also. yeah
0: I've been guys talking about it on twitter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and here's the problem when I'm making these mm-hmm. arguments, I share the same privilege. You see, so, wow. and it becomes wow. like the victim narrative. But my yes. argument was yeah, when people talk of, let's say, self responsibility and things like that, mm-hmm. and again, this false consciousness idea comes back. You've been told to work mm-hmm. so that you succeed. and. It, it gives wow. you an illusion of choice, an illusion of.
0: Wow. I mean, wow. That, yeah, an illusion of how the system actually works.
1: Yeah, an illusion of that. And you forget that when we look at the history of Kenya and the history of the way mm-hmm. Kenya became tribal, we yeah, forget that mm-hmm. at first, the first thing oh, wow. the big tribes did in Kenya, because I think even when, let's say, Luo's complain of marginalization, yeah, they are still mm-hmm. a part of the big tribes. Uh, in Kenya you can only put like five tribes and then the rest are attached to other tribes. Wow. From <laughs>
2: those are uh,
1: <laughs> because uh-huh. you are Akikuyu, Akikuyu, mm-hmm. Aluo, Luya, Kalenjin, Akamba. And then yeah. the other tribes from central will be lumped in, in Gemma. Right? Yes. So, well, yes. The Masais are have influence, but they're not their numbers are not that huge right yes and they're not
0: a respectable block yeah. yeah they're not a respectable they call them Kamatusa.
1: yeah you have to be lumped in with a with a group and when people mm-hmm. are much the resources right of course mm-hmm. your children will get the opportunity to go to better schools i know like at times this argument sounds reductive right it sounds like that but when you go to school that right? you went to a good
2: school mm-hmm. You
1: see, like for me, I went to public schools all my life. I went, mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. went up to university in Toronto. The difference was, I went to good public schools. Public schools were okay. where the tribal living had benefited the area. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow!
1: I, I was studying in Akuru, so my pub, the public school I went, there were enough teachers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Okay. My were mm-hmm. books. I could, afford, I could actually afford being a student. Yeah at a um, and yeah you, you may take people take this for granted, yeah. Because if you're mm-hmm. somewhere where you are in a school and the school has like three teachers, yeah, of course that, wow. that's going to affect you the level of education, level the quality of education, right?
0: Definitely. Yeah, and I interviewed I interviewed a headmaster of uh, Kabarak. Like yeah. at this this time, like it had gone. Moi High School, Kabarak. Like, was this time it was, it had, it had been like on a winning strike, like for almost almost ten years, it like is, yeah, consistently. Years. And so, one of the things that he talked about was how schools that he was talking about a school where I think like almost all the students had D. I think the highest student had a D plus. He was like, he, he used a phrase that I've never I've never forgotten. He's like, it's like a genocide of dreams. Poor performance can be the equivalent of of, geno- of a genocide of dreams.
1: Yeah, and it's a, it's a winner-take-all situation in Kenya because you perform well in your KCP, you go to a good high school, right? Education is a way of climbing uh, social hierarchy. And it's all right because you you might be poor now, you might be unemployed, mm. Mm. but it does not stay like that forever. You, are, you, are, you have the you have the exposure, you have the knowledge even to start something on your own you understand yeah. the world, you've interacted, you've made, you've grown your social capital just by being in a university. Mm-hmm. Because people who went to school will, wow. will remember you when you go for an interview, even if you are out of a job 10 years. Right? Yes, people, networks. Uh, yeah, the networks builds everything. And
0: social network, social capital.
1: Yeah, and I think that's how mm-hmm. it has manifested. I'm just trying to put a point across that. We have privilege and we have to Mm -hmm. appreciate that privilege and recognize the privilege. And after you recognize the privilege, I think you lose the false consciousness perspective.
0: What about those who don't recognize privilege?
1: Those who don't recognize privilege, it's fine because Mm -hmm. and this is where the left comes in. This is where Mm -hmm. the politics of the left come in. Mm-hmm. The left has to be populist because now these days when people talk of the left, yeah, it's elitist.
0: Who do you think
1: is a public figure in Kenya who is left in their politics? Apart from you? Let I'll
0: them. tell you KJ, Sakaja, yeah. Naisula, Shirohalake, yeah. yeah. um, Like I can like I know, like I can tell I can you can, I can see them
1: and mm. uh it's weird. You haven't gone to to our professors, right? You haven't mentioned the David and in the discussion.
0: Yeah.
1: You see, like... But,
0: but you asked about politics.
1: No, you I, didn't I ask about I, I, politics. public figures. I just as public figures.
0: Um. Sure.
1: I think your relationship with politics, you think...
2: Yeah. Not
0: yeah. But then they, they are politics in... The, they might not even know... They might not even use that word, leftist... But yeah, their orientation, is, their is, trait, is yeah. what I talk about. First of all, again, back to the whole question of language and discourse, is 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 that concept of the left and the right even recognized in Kenya? Yeah,
1: yeah. and that's why I was saying the tribe is the wow. your tribe is Dominant. your is your ideology. Damn. So when you talk yeah. about like, who you, because of the Nini leadership, they become right, righto, wow. right? You automatically, right? Uh, oh my God! Yes. I'm writing, and that's what oh I'm saying. if you map if you map the politics of people, you'll find that people in some tribes tend to lean left than others, depending on.
0: Oh my like, God! That is profound. Of... Like I feel like I need a moment of silence. Wait! Jesus Christ! Yikes!
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm
0: thinking. It's not a you, mind
1: bomb. If you if you map Kenyan political need, political traits. Because our police, our tribes became integrated with the economics, yeah? Is To what up extent? Up a, I don't know, I I guess, uh, I think when I started, I mentioned the issue of land, the issue of
2: mm-hmm.
1: people to, to land, to areas with that are fertile and things like that. And because of just the whole idea of land and the way Kikus are spread across Kenya because they were the first people to, to be relocated because they wanted Kenya to be integrated, right? People from mm. Western go to Northeastern and things like that. That way you you create a nation. who
0: wanted work?
1: Yeah, like, you see how, because there's a question that everyone, I don't know if a lot of people think about, yeah? In Kenya, Kikus mm-hmm. are, are everywhere, okay. right? And Luyas mm-hmm. are only in Western majorly.
2: Interesting, yet, very
1: interesting. Yet the Luyas are I think the second highest by population. The second Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the because there was a there was a, a national effort by Khan because the idea of Khan was nationalistic. They want yeah that's why they were So they
0: actually families. was an attempt to try to ask people to mingle.
1: Yeah, exactly. And wow. the first type that had the opportunity were Kikuyus. And, that
0: is so fascinating.
1: I didn't know that. And yeah, that's why it like they ended up everywhere in Kenya. And I'm thinking, the issue becomes economic. It's, it's no longer political. The two richest regions in Kenya mm-hmm. are either populated by Kalenjins or Kikus, and those are the only two tribes mm-hmm. which have had a president in this country. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's not mm-hmm. it's not by accident that. People say the Kikuyu privilege. They control the social the social power because of population, mm-hmm. control of politics because of government, and a control mm-hmm. of economy because of the richest people in Kenya are Kikuyu. I know I know mm-hmm. it's simplistic to argue that to argue that way because again in capitalism it's not just that like yes, the Kikuyu are rich, but mm-hmm. also the richest Kikuyus are few. There are a lot of Kikuyu people who are poor, are middle class and they actually have very little control over the direction of their lives. It's, I'm not trying to say that all Kikuyu people are bad or something like that. I'm, I'm just trying to point out that there's an advantage of there's an privilege economic privilege accrued over time up to now. And mm-hmm. with that, I'm trying to map that privilege to a left and right predisposition in politics. The people who have been in government want to constantly maintain
2: status quo.
0: Okay, that is so powerful because it makes me think that even when we talk about, like in the previous elections, when there's been this whole discussion of Kikuyus must go. Yeah. For the first time, I'm re- I'm realizing that it's actually not just about. It's not just an ethnic thing. It's an ideology thing. That it's mm-hmm. about the status quo and that those kinds of the values of that of the status quo, the right-wing values have dominated for so long, and the balance is absent, which then leads to toxicity in the wider social system. But I wanted to ask because you talked about I- the ideology is the ideology of tribe slash ethnicity, mm-hmm. but I've, for a long time I've been saying the ideology is an ideology of eating. It's our turn to eat. Yeah. So is it? Which is the ideology? Is it the ideology of stomach or is it the ideology of ethnicity? Which is it?
1: I think we're saying the same thing uh-huh. because I've been thinking that the richest tribes are the only tribes that had a president. And it makes sense. If someone from your tribe is in office, if you're looking for a tender, you're more likely to get the tender if yeah. you're from the same tribe.
0: It's these a weird, days?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a weird... Is now. that about
0: who bribes them up these days?
1: No, it is. Like in Pierre, but the opportunity to bribe, yeah
2: you
1: see mm-hmm. oh. I did not get that because of my tribe it's accumulated privilege because up wow. to now at some point it was tribe in the early 1960s 70s right late 60s 70s it was about tribe uh-huh. but now the accumulated uh-huh. privilege makes it that the person with the resources attire for life wow. and uh, is already damn in tribe. yeah and
2: damn 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 it becomes
1: the same it becomes the same because the tribe the politics of eating that the politics of tribe they're just one and the same thing and that's why i've said the people mm-hmm. who have been in government become right-wing when to maintain order so automatically they align themselves with right-wing values so, it so
0: now yes and it relates to what's happening right now because you could say that the luo are no longer left they're to be left is Kalengins because of William Ruto.
1: The language that Ruto is using is Marxist. uh
0: uh-huh. Hasla movement.
1: This the, one the Dynasties, right? Along to na Nation. You see, like it becomes the language and I, I to the language they are left. Maybe not in Yes. Way, but you become and there's been recent life.
0: accusations of human rights movements um, <laughs> that they're in bed, the, the human rights sector. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to ask about that what, that, what I read to you, what I had read to you about I, so what, what my colleague, what Josh had say. So he said that, I think this is why the political elite have created a false dichotomy. You'll always have two major coalitions, neither essentially different from the other. And then they'll use the election as a mitigant by offering two identical choices dressed in different colors. So is that the case, or is Ruto actually genuinely, represent, is he actually a genuine representative? Not about if he's conscious about it, but do you think he is actually a representative of the left right now? Is that too, is that too farfetched to
1: say? I think, I don't think he's actually a representative of the left because I think the way he's, he's just using the language. Yeah, because the language, like, I think he realized he can no longer win on tribe. And the idea and numbers is no longer on his side. So the only way okay. to mobilize people is se- separate people between people who are, who are like the population, the, the populist discussion, yeah? So the has Ah, so
0: thing. he's being a populist and which is what you said is needed to be done.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, hence the language in Atokia has left, but for survival, right? So I don't...
0: What What, what is wrong? Is that bad? No, it's not that, bad. Does that diminish the authenticity of the left, left-wing agenda? Does it, does it diminish it?
1: Yeah, it does, because in reality it becomes once, like, to sort of a feeling, right, that once mm-hmm. in office, yeah, it's, it's having mm-hmm. the same, but it's how all these people are disabled under the same presidency. What That's a true. Right, we do not, we do not forget how how these people came up? So their anime is not that
2: different.
1: it's that different.
0: It's like painting. It's like makeup. He's wearing makeup. He's not the real deal.
1: Yeah, he's not the real deal. Like it's as physical.
0: compared to someone like Kivusa Kibwana.
2: Yeah,
0: who is the real deal? Like I don't even have a question about. Like I know with him, it's not just. I systems will change.
1: Yes, he is what he is. For root, on the other hand. And on get the language, yeah, it's the language, but it's not the do like. There's also an idea for a broader discussion on this. It's right, an opportunity for a broader discussion for this. Like, does the intention matter? So long as the, right, the intention matters? Hey, Kingo, i think there's a broader an opportunity for a broader discussion here because we have to ask. Yes. This, the Intention matter. Right. Uh, so long as
2: ah oh, damn, that's powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. But the thing is, yeah, because I'm thinking you may think that Ruto Ruto may be doing this with the wrong intent, right? But uh huh, somehow will mobilize people around the idea of this. Already in our Kenyan consci- unconscious, yeah, we already have
2: yeah. the
1: idea of dynasties. We now we can put a finger on these people are dynasty and the enemy yeah you can like it's almost that this this is dynasty this is you can now it's now unconscious well in our unconscious like i
2: don't
1: don't know if the intention matters i don't know if the realness matters yeah i think the are you
0: saying that in the context of there's an opportunity for the actual thing to grow. The real left is to jump. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That's what so you're mean. saying that this is something we shouldn't it's not that we don't have to look at it with the throw the baby and the bathwater out.
1: Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just the, I think that is so powerful. I think that's just the aesthetic becomes enough so long as this is I think this is our role, and I think we've been talking about this for like over a year, over throughout this year now, right? The what is mm-hmm. the position of the left in Kenya? Right, who is the left? Damn. I think people like you and I and other like-minded people, the people you call our tribe, yeah, mm. we have an opportunity to define a left during this time.
0: Damn.
1: We have that opportunity.
0: Let me ask you: Why are we so weak?
1: It's the magi- like we are not system enough. It's the marginalization by ideology, like. You t- when you talk, you sound, you sound like I. You are just complaining. We like complaining for no reason, and people are like.
0: No, like what? Why? No, like what, Why? Where? Oh, actually, i have Like i
1: have just thought of something, mm-hmm. and this is what Tell I was thinking. I think we are we are mm-hmm. in touch with the population. We are not populist. Yeah, because when we are having why this, when we are having this discussion. Is people,
0: that a symptom or the reason?
1: I think I think it's the reason because I think okay, it's a symptom and a reason at the same time because I think most most people who talk in this la- uh, this this language you talk are in what are somehow middle class in Kenya. So we have an echo chamber of so-called yeah.
0: left or right.
1: Yeah, at left. On the left, like even the left in Kenya is middle class. The right is middle class, the left is middle class, right? some extent. Songo,
0: is Songo, but does Sonko represent middle class?
1: Sonko? Mm-hmm. I think, I don't think, no, he represents his populist in the way he does. Yes. His populist in the way yes. he does. But himself, because I think this is how we work. You're a politician. I think I'm an artist. We should be able to get our message out because uh, we both have... Uh, I think of
0: myself more as a thinker than even than a politician or a,
1: yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, okay. I think at the basis of it, we, we talk about mm-hmm. ideas. We think, right? But what what is our mm-hmm. microphone, right? I think you are more likely. What to is our our microphone to the to the world?
0: Wow, yeah. our platform.
1: Yeah, the, I think politics is your platform. Yeah, I think politics <gasps> become, becomes your platform because look at the things you talk about, the people you. You even when I asked public figures, you immediately
0: went to politicians. Um, you have a relationship with So people. let me ask you, we were talking about Sonko. Yeah. Sonko is left, right?
1: <sighs> to be honest, I think I think he's left, but I don't even think he's consciously left. We want to talk about a Kenyan left. I think Sonko is the best candidate for a Kenyan left. Yeah. Really Do you think
0: him and Ruto will work together?
1: And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. to be honest, yes. To be honest, yes, like
0: Ruth would make him my deputy.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I think like in Nona Pia Sonka no political living, political suicide. Yeah? Because Bona Okay, you Nona know, him him aligning himself with Ruto
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, does mm-hmm. not work well considering the Nia metunia so far the side your government has been on so far. Ah. And uh inazafanya uh-huh. I lose in yeah, Yake. Okay. I lose his power, na influence. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: So I
1: think attack could and as a gopa ku ni ku chance that actually kuna something I was I was reading. Yeah. So did you come at an apart of the text uh-huh. now? Okay, uh-huh. no. so yeah, 1997. Yeah in Kenya. Let uh-huh. me see if inaza part the document. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the oh, for oh, uh, George Nyanja, right? So, I'll just read the text, need something short, sure. For instance, sure. For mm-hmm. instance George Nyanja, the Fodasili MP for Limuru constituency, set out in November 1997, mm-hmm. a month away from the general elections, to find an alternative political party upon realizing that Kenneth Matiba will not be contesting the election since. Among other reasons, he had no voting card. Nyanza had a uh-huh. poor, poor relationship with Martin Shikuku, the party leader. Although he had been accepted by the DP, it quickly dawned on him that he might not be nominated by the party. Uh-huh. So, assuming that he could easily be embraced by Paul Muite and Richard Leakey of Safina Party, he announced that he had shifted from to the newly registered Safina. However, the Safina leadership did not admit him into the party because of his past utterances in reference to Europeans and Asians living in Kenya. Safina was trying to carve an image for itself as a party of principled individuals with a vision of a United Nation, free from ethnic mm-hmm. and racial bigotry. Nyanja mm-hmm. could be thought to join the SDP, but was not mm-hmm. embraced by Charity Ngilu or Peter Nyongnyong. At this point, mm-hmm. he tried to rejoin the DP when the DP shut the door on his face, Nyanja instantly and desperately returned to Raila turned to Raila Odinga and the NDP. Mm-hmm. As it turned mm-hmm. out to the voters, to the Lemuru, for the Limuru voters, it did not matter which party ticket. Nyanja was going to run on so long as he was on the opposition ticket. The legislator went mm-hmm. on to become the only from Central Korea to win a seat on an NDP ticket. Nyanja's situation. Wow. His NDP nomination had to do with ethnicity and fear of rejection by its voters if he joined a liberal-led party. Wow! And I think that's the same Niniya Nye Nye Songbo has, yeah? Which book is that? Uh, it's, it's it's still the the political power and tribalism in Kenya by.
0: Uh, I need to get it. Where did you get it?
1: I I I, I, mean, I use the like the z
0: yeah. you can give me a link is it accessible yeah it's accessible
1: you can download uh, without a donation you can download 10 books and if you are donating uh, the amount is, it's an unlimited amount of books you can get
0: nice
1: yeah
2: nice
1: yeah so um, um and that that statement and I think that's where Songko is yeah I don't you know okay. if Funny thing is, I'd vote for Soko any day. And, uh, it's never. It's me not, too. Yeah, it's not about uh, or which party. I'll just go and I'd vote for Soko. And I think maybe
0: tribe. Yeah, yeah, like it's what was we saying yesterday about how some people are so full of the essence. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he represents he represents the left at its worst, and that's what we need. We've been focusing too much on the left at its polished, the left at its intelligence, but yeah. it's the left,
2: the, room, the yeah. left
0: at its worst is the one that is that is hurting the most. I was reading about a woman who's been living under a tree with her five children because she couldn't pay rent. So I get angry when I start when I hear these polished leftist people talking about TG. But you've brought out something else. Let me ask you, eh? Yeah. Is it your as as you were reading all that, I was realize it, it. appears to me that historically, I don't know if it's in Kenya alone. The left seems to be a lot more scattered and less united than the right. Is that is that accurate to say?
1: Yes, I think I think it's accurate. Even in let's say the 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 home of the idea I left now, right uh-huh. in the states, yeah. Even mm-hmm. the states in the states, the left, are divided because kuna the corporate left, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's very liberal. The the greens, they are the, Afro, the far left, right? The, the the socialist left. I think if I was in the states, I would fall comfortably because I think I'm more of a social democrat than anything else. Like I love, I love some aspects of the social like to say how socialism is horrible a lot of people died yeah under socialism we can't forget that but for the aspects of it when merged with capitalism it becomes uh-huh. like, yeah like it becomes a wow. system yet yeah, it still keeps like but in the, the individual aspect of of it any and and the freedom and everything and at the same time gonna just people. The state, the state can take care of its state welfare. It has state welfare. The we go in maintain the individual part of it. and make you know, it generate wealth in the world over a long time.
0: Why are leftists always divided?
1: Because Akuna, like I think, I think the left, the things that makes us makes us left, yeah, are wide. issue, mm-hmm. like we agree on a lot of issues, right? So uh, like mm. this thing for freedom, for choice, for, like, pro choice, pro like
2: pro-LGBT.
1: A lot of people I don't have a problem with Nini and people on the left for ISO issues, they agree. Where in the left, we are divided. It's when it comes to, when it comes to the economic, yeah, like. The elite,
0: el- the elite. Some of the elite leftists, they're, they're very uh, respectability politics. Yeah. So there's an obsession with respectability politics. I would One would think it's more of a right wing thing, but we see it so much in the left.
1: Yeah, actually, it's true. Like, we have to reach mm-hmm. the left to the populist nature of the left. Let's make the left of the people. Because the voice. The, yeah. voice of the left is the voice of the oppressed, it's the voice of the downtrodden of society, the
0: most useless, exactly. Yeah,
1: it's the voice of exactly. woman, the person who lives under a tree with their five kids. It's that voice,
0: oh, hey, ha, hey. exactly.
1: Yeah, it's the voice of compassion, yeah, and it's the voice of humanity. Yes. So you don't, yes, you don't, well, it's not a voice of, of individual pro- prosperity, it's a voice of. Societal well, it's not
0: a voice of looking good, it's not a voice of ah, that oh my god makes me want to tear my hair out,
1: yeah. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, we have once we are able to pivot the conversation towards that direction. And I think thinking, uh, yeah, it's I think people, people, as you say, the tribe, the tribe is always like we seem fragmented, but we are talking the same thing. And I think at some point will be able to find each other over time, yeah. And and I think we should not forget Kenya is still a young country. Right? It's like how old are we? Sixty. Mm.
2: Mm. Hello. Oh,
1: I, I want to ask you. Yeah. Is there is mm-hmm. there any way that is how do you see us getting around the new from tribal politics? Because today I've been saying that cyber politics has become ideology in this country? How mm-hmm. do we get around it? Because for me, I think at first, before before we become universalists, before we become globalists, yeah? I think at first mm-hmm. we have at least to become nationalists. We have sub-nations sub within our country. And I think we should be able to unite our country under one, one sociocultural ban, just Kenya.
0: Okay. the way I would answer that is that actually curiously it's sort of like we actually have to do go back to our tribe because even when we talk about the left and the right and for me when when I talk about the left as the tribe so I think it's about creating a new tribe creating it with consciousness Uh, now the question of how to do that is a whole other one and uh here I guess it's a topic for
1: another day. Okay. Okay. Well, I think with that we'll end the conversation and thank you for everyone
0: Power.
1: Yeah, thank you for everyone who has listened to our podcast to the end. Don't forget to share the podcast and sit us up on Twitter at Black Star KD. Thank you very much.